Hello everyone, Brother George here with Bible Made Easy Podcast. Thanks for joining me. I think for every person there comes a time, or times in life, where we have to do a bit of soul searching. Merriam-Webster Dictionary describes soul searching as examination of one's conscience, especially with regard to motives and values. And Oxford Languages describes soul searching as deep and anxious consideration of one's emotions and motives or of the correctness of a course of action. For Christians, soul-searching is a process of examining your thoughts, words and actions to determine if they align with the Bible and God's will for you personally. It can lead to changes that range from minor to profound and monumental. Soul-searching can often be triggered by significant life events. Grief over the loss of a loved one can cause us to ponder life's meaning and purpose and reflect on our relationship with them. Going through a breakup, divorce or failure of an important relationship can make us look deep within ourselves to discover what it was about us that contributed to the breakup. A personal crisis such as health scare or financial struggles. A major failure can cause us to reevaluate our priorities, values and decisions and reflect on what it was we got wrong and how we could have done better. Parenting or becoming a parent can cause us to wonder what kind of example and role model we're being for our child or children. Retiring from work or making a major life or career change can prompt soul searching as you adjust to a new sense of identity and new roles and goals. Among that list, I think personal failure in life and relationships are some of the toughest ones to experience because we have to take a good look in the mirror and honestly face up to our mistakes, which is so hard to do. After my first wife passed away, I came across her journal and I found one entry where she wrote about her discouragement about some aspects of our relationship which I was the cause of. Reading that, after she had passed away and not being able to do anything to undo the damage, filled me with regret and caused me to search my soul, admit some hard truths about myself and make needed changes in my life. Changes that are helping me now in my marriage to my new wife. The Bible encourages us to soul search, to reflect on our attitudes, behavior and motives and to see if they align with God and His Word. To examine if they reflect the fruits of the Spirit found in Galatians 5.22 and 23. Love, joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith, meekness, and temperance. King David was one example of a person who failed miserably and whose soul-searching is recorded in the scriptures. In a series of diabolically selfish actions, he committed adultery with Bathsheba, the wife of Uriah, one of his most loyal soldiers. To cover up the affair and Bathsheba's resultant pregnancy, David arranged for Uriah to be sent to a dangerous position at the forefront of a raging battle in order to ensure his death. The prophet Nathan confronted David about his crime, and David responded with deep reflection and repentance. 
you can read his emotional and moving expression of soul-searching and remorse in Psalm 51, where in verse 6, he got to the heart of the need for soul-searching. He said, Behold, thou desirest truth in the inward parts, and in the hidden part thou shalt make me to know wisdom. The prodigal son in Luke 15 made some foolish and selfish decisions that caused him and his family immense pain. When he reached the lowest point of his circumstances, totally broke, destitute and hungry in a distant foreign land, he no doubt started to engage in profound introspection, contemplating how he ended up in such a predicament. And he traced it all the way back to his initial choice to stray from God's will and leave his father. He humbly admitted his wrongdoings by acknowledging that he had sinned in the sight of God and his father. So how do we soul search when the time comes to do so? Get alone with God in prayer and meditation. Let the Holy Spirit guide and bring clarity to your thoughts, conviction of sin, and encouragement to change. Look for answers in the Bible. Let God's word shine a light on your life, expose the dark areas, and show you the correct path to take. Psalm 119.105 says, Your word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. Seek wise counsel from trusted people and godly spiritual mentors who know you well and can advise you. Proverbs 19.20 says, Listen to counsel and receive instruction, that you may be wise in your latter days. Reflect on life's experiences and significant events in your life. Take time to pinpoint the things you should learn from them. Gain insight into your personal strengths and weaknesses so that you can maximize your strong points and grow in your weak areas. Soul searching is good for you and something that you should do now and then. While it's more natural to do so after some major failure or life-altering event, we shouldn't be limited to those times. We can regularly examine our hearts to determine whether we're operating in accordance with God's word, pleasing him and loving others as he commanded. But don't overdo it in some sort of overly analytical exercise of attempted attainment of perfection or allow it to lead to discouragement. Let the Holy Spirit be your guide as to when and how you should be doing this. Godly soul-searching should bring clarity of mind and heart and a sense of peace and confidence, knowing that you're making positive life changes that will help you go on to better things with God's help. You should feel cleansed, relieved and hopeful for the future. This is what God wants for you because he loves you. Thanks for joining me. Please tune in for an accompanying episode on verses about soul searching. And please be sure to subscribe and like. God bless you all. Bye.